Welcome everyone to X Factor Files, the podcast. Yes. So there's some pregnant pauses there. I know. Pregnant like siren. <laughs> oh, except we can tell people. Um, so we are back again with our guest co-host, Nora the Bunny. Um, she is not accepting any visitors right now. She is in the clubhouse staring at us she was just outside like a foot outside the clubhouse just glaring at me i know and then she realized she needed to groom a spot on herself Mm -hmm. and now is back in the clubhouse i think for the long haul she is hunkered yeah it's sort of that kind of afternoon yeah i mean it's true you just went upstairs for a little bit and i almost tipped over i know it's a lazy Sunday for us, which is completely fine. And by lazy, I mean, after we record this, we have to go put some stuff away outside before it snows. Yes. Um, and then can play Lord of the Rings. Yes. And eat some soup. There's some soup waiting for us. Oh, good. Um, there were a couple things I forgot to mention that I got from Twin Cities Con in our last episode. Oh. Yeah. So I got my own little tarot deck, which is based off of Star Trek, the animated series which has only 22 cards, which I guess is like the old school tarot. Like ancient tarot. Ancient tarot deck has 22 unsuited cards. That's what this says. Oh. so uh, And it can be mixed in with things like my tarot deck that has like the cups, rods, swords. You would just have to take out your special ones, I guess. Yeah, something like that. that, Yeah, so... uh, and it was not explained to me that there were only 22 cards until I'm like, I would like to buy that. And he's like, you know, it has 22 cards, right? And I'm like, yes. And then you, and then this one of you're like, my deck only has 22 cards in it. Oh, so it but looks fun. It looks fun. And I mean, yeah. I do have a full tarot deck already from Star Trek The Next Generation. So, so yeah. So the deck I got was the original series. Yep. And now this edition is the animated series, which came out in the 70s. Yes. Which is a lot of fun. It's just fucking wacky cartoons. It is. And at least it's got the episode where Uhura gets to command the Enterprise. Mm. And Nurse Chapel, like, doesn't want any of Harvey Mudd's bullshit. Yeah. She's like... No one wants that. Harvey Mudd, you're an idiot. You're trash. Yeah. You're trash, Harvey Mudd. Um, I also got a Marvel Legend I didn't get because I didn't get it when it first came out because it, it was so hard to find because it has the it's the Build-A-Figure Mantis for Guardians of the Galaxy movie. And it, this included the head. So everyone wanted the head. So the price oh. was super inflated. And I checked eBay because I saw it hanging there for $45. And I'm like, well, we have to go to my panel. Right. And... Give, give you some time to think about it. Yeah, and I checked eBay, and it was comparable on eBay, and I'm like, it's right here. It goes with my cosmic folks that I have going on. So I have Adam Warlock, and on the back there is X Nihilo. So I and I did see him. I'll probably just find on eBay if I really want him. But I I was thinking about Adam Warlock when he first came out, and he has like the evil Adam Warlock head too. Oh, so. Um, he'll go with like Quasar and Nova and Marvel and people like that. Okay. With my collection. So we are here to discuss a fun issue. I think it's very fun. 
It's issue 30 of X Factor. And this took place or came out in June of 2008. So if you're ready for the pop culture pop-up. Yes. There's a lot that I'm going to throw at you. So first of all, Alanis turns 34. What? Right? Which means like Dave Coulier was like fucking around with her when she was like 18. Oh. And he was like almost at the end of his full house run with that fucking beaver puppet. Really? Yeah. Oh. Gross, right? Yeah. Yeah. I just sort of always imagine Alanis Morissette as, as perpetually 30. Yes. Yeah. Like yes. 1995, she's 30. 2005, she's 30. 2022, she is still 30. 30. Yes. Um, but yeah, she turned 34. Oh. Yeah. Um, the Incredible Hulk, we referenced it last episode. It comes out in theaters. So Iron Man came out in May. Incredible Hulk with Ed Norton, June. Yes. Yep. I wonder which one. I think Iron Man did better. I think the Hulk movies, I have this one on DVD. I still haven't watched it. And Eric Bana's is the one with Liv Tyler. No, this is the one with Liv Tyler. Oh, okay. Yep. And what's his face from Modern Family? One of the dudes. One of the gay dudes? No. The dad. The dad. From Married with Children? No, the other dad. What? Ty Burrell. Oh. Ty Burrell was apparently in this one too. Oh, unexpected. Yeah. Um... Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull finally came out. I remember seeing this in theaters and I was so fucking disappointed. It was Shia LaBeouf, which wasn't... Oh yeah, this was the Shia LaBeouf era. He wasn't a terrible part of the movie. Like, okay, I can get along with like... There were other parts. (laughs) When it was revealed that it was aliens. Aliens. And this is where the phrase nuking the fridge comes from. Because he had to hide in one of those old school refrigerators when they were about to test a nuclear bomb. So he climbed in there and the fridge was nuked and like tossed. And then like Harrison Ford crawled out of it somehow. I mean. What? Such a bad movie. I mean, I never saw it because I heard it was so terrible. I have it on DVD in one of my binders. And I. And there it will stay. (laughs) There it will stay. I think I've watched it maybe once since I bought it in 2008. Oh. It's. And now they're doing Indiana Jones 5. What? And apparently, yeah. Is there they, a new, they is just there did a, a new test screening. Or is it Harrison Ford Oh, it's again? Harrison Ford. And they just did a test screening. I saw something on social media where, like, Disney is panicking because it's testing so poorly. Well, yeah. The, I feel like... Mm. They should have stopped with the third movie. Correct. Or we just... Re- Last Crusade should have been the end or rebooted they try if you can do something new no they're trying to set that up with Shia LaBeouf and then this movie failed so spectacularly they're like well he can't be the new Indiana Jones figure in this film series because this movie bombed you know who they should be rebooting it with Taron Edgerton a woman how would we get a woman adventurer a tomb raider already a thing already a thing (laughs) okay um or what's her face any of any of the the women from the first two movies i don't know their names because i haven't actually seen those movies i've only really seen the last crusade oh no for kingdom of the crystal skull they brought back the actress from the first one yeah yeah make it more about her or make it about willie scott 
from Temple of Doom. Fuck, I love Temple of Doom. It's such a fun oh, movie. Oh, the kid? No. Oh. Steven Spielberg's in real life wife. Oh, who just sat there and screamed the whole time? Yes, what a queen. <laughs> okay, I love I, Willie Scott. I did like her. Yes. Um, <laughs> the one who just screamed all the time. Yes, she did. Uh, another movie that came out this month, Sex in the City. The movie. Oh, wow. Yeah. It was a, a decent movie. Okay. Yeah, they didn't need to do the second one. That's what I heard. Is it, that the one that my sister walked out of? It might be. Which sister? Good sister. Oh. Probably like they went overseas and Jennifer Hudson was in that one, I believe. Oh. Or was she in this one? Hopefully she was in the better one. I think she's in this one. Okay. Yes, that makes sense because she did Dream Girls and then moved on to Sex in the City. Oh, okay. Sort of a step down. Oh. I mean, she was an Oscar winner at that point. Right. Chose this project. But it probably paid really well. Yeah. Get those coins. Betty White. B. Arthur and Rue McClanahan were on hand to receive the TV Land Award for Golden Girls. Oh. Yeah. That icons. They absolutely are. And I remember when um, TV Land Awards actually meant something. TV Land was uh, hot for a few years there. Um, because... The channel? Yeah. Wasn't that Channel 45 no. for us? No. TV Land is a spinoff. Of Nick at Night. Oh. Like they decide Nick at Night is so great in the 90s, we're going to have a whole channel dedicated to classic shows. And at the beginning, it was classic shows. But then they started producing their own stuff, like Hot in Cleveland. I didn't... I think I liked the few episodes of that that I saw. I liked the woman from um, Frasier. Oh, yeah. I like... Oh, what's her name? Wendy. Wendy. Yes, her. She was in Pushing Daisies in that one episode. She made a great villain. She was in um, the, the radio Just shoot one. me. Yes. Just shoot me. Or the magazine one. Yes. yes. That w- that's a fun Mal- show. Wendy Ma- Malik? Malik. Um, so they got the Pop Culture Award for Golden Girls way back in 2008. Like, it is not a new thing that everyone loves Golden Girls. Like, we've always loved Golden Girls low-key as a society. Yeah. And now I think we realize, like, how progressive it was in some ways. Yeah. Especially in terms of, like, queer figures and things. Mm. Dwayne Johnson announces that he is officially dropping The Rock from his name. So he's no longer Dwayne The Rock Johnson. He's just Dwayne Johnson. Oh, he was in SummerSlam? We saw him in some recent wrestling tapes. Yeah. From his wrestler days. Yes. So he decided just to, you know, go and raw dog it as his own name. Since he had actually made name, was he in a Fast and the Furious by he, this time? I think so. This one, I lost track. He of was Fast in that ter- that terrible Tooth Fairy movie by this time. I think. Oh yeah, paving um, the way for John Cena to also do movies and shows. Yes, and the song of the month is Coldplay, "Viva La Vida." Oh yeah. And it was the first time the British group has reached the top of the Hot 100 since the Spice Girls did it in 1997 with Wannabe. Oh, good for the Spice Girls. We should finish watching Girls 5 Eva, speaking of the Spice Girls. We should break out my Spice World VHS tape oh. down here. Oh, my. Elton John's in it. Oh, good for him. Yeah. Um. So that's the pop culture that we are dealing with as we head into issue 30. 
as you recall, the big reveal from last issue is that arcade. And he's on the cover. He's on the cover. With some... Playing cards. I like that strong guy is the Joker. And Multiple Man has like... Is like at the number five? Yes, with five heads. And Teresa's a queen, like with the the way that the queens are like... Yeah. Uh, that mirror plane. And Monet is another one. Oh. And I, Richter is... Probably, Jack? Probably a Jack with that haircut. With that hair, absolutely. So... He's been hired by a mysterious person. We don't know who. And it even says hired by a mysterious individual, TM, in the beginning of this book describing it. So Richter, we left him. He is crucified upside down and a razor sharp pendulum is swinging his way. And the rest of them are trying to cope with the Middle East side being transformed into a gigantic jungle. Yes. Middle East side, formerly known as Newtontown. Uh, Yes. We're opening with Richter in extreme peril. Monet busts in and she looks fantastic in this. Right? Book. Like mean, the boots, the pants, the jacket, everything. Everything's coordinating. She busts in and she's like, not so fast. I know what to do. And then she gets immediately electrocuted. She like was posing on this giant swinging axe. Yes. Which is apparently electrified, which is not going to feel real good in the testicles. No. That's maybe cauterizes the cuts at least. But if you you want it to end fast at that point, you don't want to. Yeah. So she drops down. She's out already. Monet is off the board as a rescuer. So thankfully, we know that there's a dupe on Terry's back flying the same direction. Who is being very heroic. Like in his little quips that we saw in the last issue, he it was like a it's very noble. Yes. We cut to some TV screens where we see Arcade. He's not wearing his platform sneakers, which is disappointing. He's got high red high tops. Like, who is he trying to be? David Tennant as the doctor? And he has some um, Space Invader socks. Okay, that's fun. It is fun. And we see that this client, the mysterious individual TM, is actually like a former purifier who got kicked out because he's the one who let Richter as Julio into the purifiers a few issues ago. Yes, during the Messiah Complex events. So he has a grudge, and apparently a lot of money. To hire Arcade. Yeah. We cut to the jungle that is the Middle East side, and Guido is still stuck in this ball, and he's rolling towards people and trying to shout to them, like, get out of the way, run. And finally, there's a woman... Who's just like walking with a stroller, like not even concerned. Like nothing, nothing like, wrong. No, like wrong. The this city is a jungle. Turned... And uh, finally Guido pushes him his arms out of the rock so he can sort of springboard the entire rock over this woman and her stroller. Yes, and I think it crashed. Oh no, it doesn't break the rock. No. And uh, as he goes rolling on, Madrox is standing there and a woman pulls out this gun and my favorite onomatopoeia for gunfire in Marvel, I think we've covered it before, is Buddha, 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 Buddha. <laughs> and that's what this gun is doing. And he is duping out and trying to avoid it. We go back and we are micrometers away from Richter getting sliced. And Richter uses his own physical strength to break what he is attached to. We well, yeah, one of the boards. Yep. And the blade goes thunk into it. Which is surprising it didn't slice through the board and into his calf, but 
Good for Richter. Terry and the dupe arrive and they're like, what is going on? Are you okay? And he's like, does it look like I'm okay? Fair. And the client is really upset and he's like, he's getting away. And RK's like, he's not getting away. Like, I'm a villain. I know what I'm doing. Trust the process. Yeah. We see some normal citizens outside get to a barrier. It looks like an electrified barrier. It's like the Tholian web. Yes, for a Star Trek reference. And uh, this one woman is like, I think I'm small enough I can fit through. And she fits through, but gets burned to death. Like, we have a civilian death in this book right here. Yeah, we do. She is the smell of hair and bacon. Yeah, she is gone. Like, just a massive cooked meat. Yes. Um, And Arcade's like, that's going to leave a mark. Arcade's psychotic, and I actually really appreciate him as an ex-villain because <laughs> he's fucking outlandish. One of the things that I love about Stargate SG-1 is that eventually um, Richard Dean Anderson's character starts calling out how cliche so many of the things are mm. that the villains are doing, and he's like, oh, of course you have, like, robes and makeup underneath there. Like, of course you would say that. Yeah. And of course you're gloating and revealing your whole plan. And this is arcade is totally one of those villains who like, of course you you're doing this. Like, yeah. you would say this as a, but also stop being so basic. Yeah. Um, arcade checks in another video monitor. He's in a room full of video monitors on all of the action. Yeah. And he sees that a dupe is getting fired on, and then Madrox Prime is behind this woman who's firing a gun at them and takes it from her and whacks her across the face with the butt of the gun he's trying to be like i should like gently incapacitate this person like we need to be somewhat gentle but also it's very hard to restrain oneself and just wax her with the gun and her head comes flying off yep she's a robot he's a robot and he's like i know what this is this is arcade he is Uh, playing a game also because he had the poster on the back of the rock that said XOXO Arcade. Yes. He likes to sign his crimes. And the jungle disappears and there's a dupe there. And the dupe is saying, help me, please. And Madrox uses the gun to fire on him. No, the he's... He Madrox, is fired on. Yes, Madrox Prime is debating like... It'll weaken me significantly to reabsorb this wounded dupe. Oh, yeah. But so. I should. I shouldn't just let it die. And the fake dupe shoots him. And he's like, I should have known he wasn't a dupe. There was no psychic connection. Oh, yeah. Yep. And uh, we see Guido has broken out of his rock. Oh, good. He's yeah. breaking free. Yep. Um, Richter is coming back up from underground where he fell, where this hit in the pendulum were yes and there are cars zooming at him as he's emerging because he was trying to help monet up yes and he's like ah mm, catch monet i'm gonna drop her because i need to dodge these cars there are a bunch of cars they have no drivers and the dupe of madrox is like what was that sir richter i did not hear you (laughs) it just ends in an oof uh we see our we got some E's. We love the E's. Siren is back to E'ing it up. She E's out <laughs> of the road and grabs Richter. And I want to be like, are you 
is this safe for the fetus? Are you okay? Like at this stage, uh, she can do whatever. True. So she she's not banned from flying. She airlifts Richter out. We see Monet emerge with hair that is all over the place from being electrocuted. <laughs> and she is murderous. <laughs> she's murderous and she does not know who she's talking to. <laughs> she calls Richter Sam. So probably Sam Guthrie. Cannonball. From Generation X days. Right? No. Cannonball was not a member of Generation X. What? But... Brother to Husk, who was oh. a member of Generation X. So were Monet and, and Cannonball on the same team at some point? I don't think so. Oh. She also references someone as Cyclops. So, like, <laughs> That's true. Stop bleeding on me, Cyclops. Yes. Um, so outside of the net, we have a response from law enforcement agencies. Val Cooper rolls up and she's like, what's going on? They're like, oh, she rolls out with her credentials. Like she is in charge and needs everyone to know that she is in charge. And they're like, we already have one confirmed civilian death, and we sent two tanks, and they just disintegrated while driving through. Oof. So that means that they lost, like, at least one person per tank as well. Oh, well, maybe the tank person got out once maybe. the front of the tank started to Oh, maybe. So and Val's being like, I bet X-Factor is somewhere in the mix. And he's oh, like, she, she doesn't bet. She knows. And um, the dude fbi army guy who's there is asking oh is that the group that came out against the registration act and she's like yep one in the same those folks inside of the bubble we have madrox and some dupes and the rest of the team talking to people and you can see the different personalities of the dupes where some are very comforting some are like ladies shut up oh yeah and someone was like we're all gonna die and the dupe was like why, yes, death is inevitable for all living things. Yeah. And um, this is where Terry, no, not Terry, Monet is working on the head of this woman robot that was firing. Yeah. And she's like, Cyclops, step back. I don't need you bleeding on me. She's trying to tune into the frequency that yes. was controlling this. And she's like, it's super high pitch. That means wherever it's being transmitted from is very near. Well, but also points to her for not thinking that it would work. But then it did work. It did. And Terry is like, I know where this is coming from if it's so close. And like gives a look, capital A, capital L, towards the power plant. Yes. The bar, not the WCW training facility. And they burst in there and they just miss Arcade, who used a trapdoor beneath his chair to run away like how much prep work does it take for him to get all these trap doors to work like this doesn't just happen overnight you have to do some planning to get your trap doors where they need to be yeah so monet dives underneath the chair she's after him yep um the rest of them are confronting this client dude who's going on like poor pitiful me it's you ruined pure, it. Like, I, purifiers accepted me, and then they didn't accept me they, because of you. They got me cleaned up. They made me human again. I used to be an addict, and they were the best things since sliced bread. And then they kicked me out because of you, Rector. How yeah. dare you? And, like, he sipped a drink, which even when I saw him, like, you shouldn't let him do that. And then on the last page, he reveals, like, oh, well, you know, if I die, all of Mutant Town is just going to be lit up. Yeah, there's bombs everywhere that are keyed to his heartbeat. 
And the last panel is the cop tipping out of his limp hand on the floor. Yeah, because it, the team is like, you know, we're not going to kill you. Like, we're not going to activate this. He's like, I already drank poison. Bye. Yeah. So it was. Um, that's, it, a, that's, a, that's the cliffhanger. The that's cliffhanger. the issue. Like, is Mutant Town about to blow up? Yeah, I think so. So we'll have to see next issue what actually happens. I did love peter david incorporating um arcade into this issue it's fun just to get like a one-off villain like this that plays into a larger storyline obviously but also is just a fun aside where it's just like a cartoon villain that is what arcade is yeah and i'm curious if there's a broader thing with the divided we stand icon because it was on the cover of the previous issue and this issue and i think it is and there's this whole theme of like the actions are falling apart there's no need for them like yeah what's going on yep the mutants are basically scattered so yeah um so if you know let us know on our instagram and it's one of those plots that um serves dual purposes like not only does it take a team as it's fracturing and sort of paste it back together because they have to because mm -hmm. they're under attack but also oh no i had a point to this the other side oh it ties up a loose end from messiah complex oh yeah with the pre with the purifiers like yep if peter david got dragged into a crossover event he got an, a fresh plot line out of it yeah so good issue a lot of fun yeah Sort of campy, which I appreciate. We love camp. Yes. I feel that this issue exists very well in camp. Yes. So. Oh, yeah. The James Bond. Yeah. Like slicing Richter in two from the bottom up. Yep. Yeah. Just arcade in general. Yeah, arcade in general. All right, everyone. Catch us on Instagram, X Factor Files Podcast. Give us your thoughts and feelings. Yeah. And catch us next time when we will be doing issue 31. Yay! Okay, bye. Bye.